the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. AM 560, The Answer. Prepare to have your mind opened. The lies of the mainstream media are about to be exposed, and the hypocrisy of the left is about to be revealed. This is a revolution in how you think about politics, race, and culture. You've tuned into Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. Welcome back to this week's edition of Black and Right Radio on AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio. You know, I, I, I've, I've just been you know, sitting, thinking, contemplating about everything that's happening in the world, happening in, in the state of Illinois, in the United States of America. I, I really don't understand how some people make it through this life without having any type of 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 God in their life. Mm. Because I, I, I just sat and I, you almost I almost got depressed because of everything that's happening in the world. I mean, 30 people killed over in Afghanistan, but uh, now they're blaming the Taliban. I mean, you look at wood prices cause, and, and I, I got to be honest. I'm trying to build a studio in my basement. <laughs> this is why I started out with this. I'm trying to build a studio in my basement. Now, that when I went to go price the wood, prior to Donald Trump um, not being the president, it was like six, five, six dollars. Five ninety nine. I went. It was eleven dollars for one piece of two by four. <laughs> one piece. What the heck? You guys voted for this. I didn't. Don't blame me. <laughs> and don't blame my two guest co-hosts in here today for this week on Black and Right Radio. Hey, before we get started, go ahead and share this link. We're live on Facebook Live. And we're also live on YouTube. If you haven't gone on and liked the YouTube, I tried to go live on TikTok, but apparently the uh, internet service is um, a little out, so it's not working. It keeps telling me that I have lost connection. But I'm so happy to have joined me in studio you guys know him as the Rear Admiral. He's a Will County Republican chairman, George Pearson. Welcome back, brother. Yo, yo, what's up, big brother? How you doing? I'm doing good. You keep calling me big brother. Dude, you, you, you got me about 30 years. What are you talking about? Who said we talking about age? Oh! <laughs> that was a good one. That was a good one. Uh, you brought somebody with you. I did. I did. I brought uh, this. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know what's going on with him. I don't know what. I, you, did you check his head to see if there was something going on with him? Well, as soon as he jumped in and was running the GOP jamborees all yeah. across. Yeah, why, why don't you, you introduce know? him? Introduce yeah, who we yeah, got coming. Yeah. In, who we got in the studio? Well, this young man he started up a, a organization called GOP Jamboree. He wanted to put the party back in party, and he felt as though that there was a lost connection with a lot of people out here, especially the the younger people that wanted to come out and be involved that hold our values. But there seemed there seemed to have been a disconnect. Yeah. So he figured, what's the one thing that unites us all? Music, mm. fun, that atmosphere. So that's Mr. Rob Cruz. Mr. Rob Cruz. We got to come up with show. a nickname for him. Yeah. Oh. Well, I, I, I can give you the nickname everyone calls me at home. They call me the Cruiser. Uh oh. That's what know. it is. Mm. Not for yeah, you. No, no, Not no, for no, radio. Don't work for me. That don't that work. Don't for me. Work I got to okay. come up with one. I, as, as we're progressing through the show, I'll come up with him. But all right. I, I, let's start here though. Who sure. is Rob Cruz and why are you running for U.S. Senate? 
Well, first, thanks for having me on, John. You're welcome. Um, George, always good to see you, brother. Yes. Um, well, let me tell you a little bit about who Rob Cruz is, all right? Uh, Rob Cruz is a kid who grew up on the east side of Joliet back in 1979. Parents, my dad's a military veteran, and my mom has a real un- unique story that's going to placate across the state. She comes from a family where all the siblings are adopted. Oh. My grandma, they lived in Pilsen, and my grandma told the girls in the neighborhood, if you find yourself in a situation, don't do it. Yeah. Give me the baby. Mm. So when people ask me, hey, Rob, what's your stance on, on abortion? I ain't got much to say because I'm living my stance on abortion. So um, we grew up on the east side of Joliet, if everyone's familiar with that, where the old Silver Cross Hospital yeah. was at the bottom of the hill. Did they completely tear that down? That's yeah, completely gone. Okay. Yeah. Um, grew up in that neighborhood. Gangs, drugs, violence. I grew up in it. You know, I don't look like it, but I did. And one of the things that was very, uh, that saved us was Officer Hernandez. Uh Uh-oh. Officer Hernandez, he did the D.A.R.E. program back then, and he'd come around and he'd break up the fights. Because we tried to, I tried to organize baseball games, and then the gang members would come and break it up, right? Football games. Stuff to keep us out of trouble. Officer Hernandez would always come and say, keep doing it. Keep working. You're going to get out of here. I I see something in you. And it was the... it was it was inspiring, which is why you know I'm a guy you know running for Senate, who believes the police officers make a difference in the community. Come on, right? yeah. Uh, uh, driving around on his bike was there. He was even the referee a few times, calling balls and strikes. <laughs> so we need to inter- we need to get back to those interactions. Yeah, right. In, in our communities, um, I grew up in the Catholic school system in the Joliet Diocese, and then ended up going to Providence Catholic High School. Uh, at Providence, I, I don't look like Pat Mahomes or Brett Favre, <laughs> but I was a starting quarterback on two state championship teams in the midst of a 50-game winning Wait, streak. Wait, you won two state championships? Yeah, and I was this, and in my sophomore year, we won the first year. I was the backup, and then we won two as a starter, and then they won one after I left. But we had a 50-game winning streak that was, I think it's number one in the state. Yeah. Wow. In the 90s, and everyone remembers the Providence Catholic machine. So I was in the middle of it. I yeah. was at the helm, controlling, making controls. And the reason why I bring that up is because it's where I learned about work ethic, mm. where I learned about winning culture. And it's something I really want to bring to our party. You know, uh, for starters, you know, in our school, there was no personal battles. Yeah. You don't tear down your teammate because you're competing against them. Yeah, here, here. Right? Hey, that, that's a message that the Republican Party needs to know and understand. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, it's okay. You don't tear down your teammate. It's a competition. The, the opponent is the guy that we need to get after, yeah, right? Yeah. Number two is how much, what kind of work are you putting in? I mean, in high school, we were up at 6 o'clock every day to work out in the gym, and then 4 o'clock was pass, pass, pro, or pass pro and, and all the different stuff, and we did that three times a week. I was 15 mm. doing that, and I was told that work ethic is how you make it in this place. That's it. That's, That's it. it. Work ethic, right? Yeah. Um, and then lastly, how do you deal with adversity, Right. Adversity comes. I feel like I'm at a TED Talk. <laughs> <laughs> if you're just joining the show, we, um, we, we're talking with um, U.S. Senate candidate Robert Cruz, who's um, decided to join us for the whole, the whole two hours, right? I'm here for the whole time. All right. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Now, no, adversity. I feel like I'm at a, I really feel like I'm at a TED Talk. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I probably, well, I didn't mean it that way, but this is my this <laughs> no, that's is my good, hey, that's a good TED thing. TED Talks are great. Yeah. Yeah. So um, how do we deal with adversity, John and George? Yeah. You know, what, what happens when things don't go your way? What's your character really like, mm, right? right? We, we're starting to see what the character is of the of certain individuals and people on the left and in politics and leadership and everywhere, sports. Yeah. Yes. When adversity comes, now we're getting everybody's true colors. Yeah, and true. how you handle adversity is a testament to your character. It's true. true. What, what, what is your character like? 
So I think those three things can apply today to our, our Republican Party. Yeah. We're, we're, it's an adverse time in America. My adulthood, this is the most adverse time in my adulthood that I, even bef- even 2008 wasn't this bad. Yeah. You know, so um, after that, I went out to college to play at Millican University. Um, I left there after a year, went to the University of Dubuque, but I had to come home because my dad, being a military veteran, he was struggling from what we see is now know as undiagnosed PTSD, PTSD. mental health. And mental health issues ran in my family, too. And I think there's not a family in this state, not a family in this country, and not a family in this world that doesn't have a member who's suffering from mental health issues. Wow. So why are you running for Senate? Well, I want to fix that. You know, health care is going to be at the top of my platform. Yeah. Um, And and I'll get into that here in a second. So after I came home, you know, I want to address that with the veterans, too. Mm -hmm. You know, you go. I used to work at Cintas. It was my first job. And we would go and do hand sanitizers before it was a thing, you know, and, and uh, floor mats in the VA. And the VA hospital, compared to the other for-profit hospitals, it's like night and day, the conditions in there. Yeah. And if you're a soldier who's putting his plans for his life on the line or on hold, and you come back to that, it's the ultimate disrespect. It is. So, uh, you know, VA soldiers, my dad, my uncles, George, People like this who have, who have put it on the line so we can go to basketball games, yeah. so we can go to football games, so we can go to the Super Bowl. So we can live in America. So we yeah. can live here, and, and we got to treat them better. Yeah. It's just, it's just that simple. Um, but like I mentioned, I went to, worked at Cintas right out of uh, high school or college, but my, my true spirit is entrepreneurship. And you mentioned earlier about the price of lumber. Yeah. Let me tell you, brother. <laughs> so I, uh, I'm in real estate. I okay. consult. I'm a general contractor. Um, I work in the inner cities. I work on 67th in Maryland, 68th in Dante, yeah. 79th in Cottage, yeah. in 89th in Escanaba, yeah. 51st in... Uh, I'm not going to 89th in Escanaba. <laughs> Why yeah. not? I, I've been over there. Man. <laughs> I used to own property over in that area. So man, I used to be scared to go over there. Yeah, and, and so I'm a small business owner. Yeah. You know? And lumber, you talk, I mean, it's been... We've been hitting these banks up on these contingency deals because the lumber has doubled in price. Yes. yes. You know? It has. And, and, and you're only talking about 2 by 4 You should yeah. see what a 2 by 12 costs. Yeah. yeah. I two, can only imagine. It's $57. Treat Ooh. it. Don't even yeah. go there. So, but I love real estate. You want to know why? Because it's the secret to stable neighborhoods. Sure. Home ownership yeah. is the secret to stable neighborhoods. Yeah. So, um, with that being said... Um, being a small business owner, worked on the vote no campaign. Um, was out there for four million uh, 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 mailers. Was mm-hmm. out on top of that. Um, but then in 2011, I found out the words: "You have cancer." <gasps> oh, let's hold that. Yeah, let's hold that thought. When we come back from break, we're going to be talking with some pet store representatives who are opposed to the bill that uh, State Representative Andrew Chesney has. Uh, introduce House Bill 1711. But after that segment, I really want to get back to this. So hold that. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to Black and White on AM560 The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony. In with the Rear Admiral, and I'm going to work on a nickname for Robert Cruz, who's running for U.S. Senate. We'll be right back. It's the show the mainstream media doesn't want you to know about. It's Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560 The Answer. Welcome back to this week's edition of Black and Right Radio. I'm so excited to have my friends in studio, George, the rear admiral, 
George, the rear admiral, Pearson. Yeah. I was waiting for you to shut me up. <laughs> hey, Aaron Del Mar gave you that name, not me. Yeah, are, you, are we still even mentioning his name right now? <laughs> yes, Aaron Del Mar. <laughs> and, uh, well, Hoff Daddy came in with a great name, I think. Yeah, he did. <laughs> Robert, the big casino, Cruz. I like it. Uh, you know, I it's, know. I'm going to roll with it. I'll uh, roll now. with it. Okay. For now. We'll try it out. <laughs> <laughs> As I told you guys before the break, we were, uh, we'll be discussing um, House Bill 1711. Uh, if you guys know anything about the puppy mill industry and yes. how people go to malls and things of that nature and buy, you know, defective dogs or defective yeah. animals. Well, State Representative Andrew Chesney introduced a bill to, to, to kind of try to stop that. But, you know, there's a there's a growing coalition of people who actually do sell these animals, and they're basically just they're, they're ba- what they're basically they're, they're saying that the the truth is that House Bill seventeen eleven is impractical, unenforceable, and the only result in pet closing pet stores. So I decided to to invite someone who owns a pet store. I hope I say her, her last name right because. George, you know I butcher last names. <laughs> we're, we're pleased to have Anna Soskik, Soskik join oh. the show. Oh, I got it wrong. Anna, welcome to Black and Right. Anna? It's a tough last name, yeah. so no worries. Is it Soskik or Soskik? It's actually Shoshki. Oh, God, I would have never gotten that one right. I would have, I, you know what? I would have been waiting forever to try to get that one right. <laughs> yeah, there's a few accents missing that would have helped you there, but uh, thank you for trying. <laughs> so, I, I, no, listen, don't be nervous. Um, you, you, you're going to do fine. Uh, I had a conversation with Travis, and he's like, uh, she's a little nervous to join the show. Don't be nervous. So what does HB House Bill 1711 actually do? Yeah, so House Bill 1711 will close pet stores. It's going to also cause job loss. It'll take away consumer choice. And worst of all, it's going to do nothing to improve the quality of life for dogs. So the bill would require a pet store to source dogs from rescues, remove all consumer protections, and take away transparency and disclosures. It does not address puppy mills and has no language addressing animal welfare. The only way to ensure that substandard breeders can no longer operate is to introduce legislation increasing the standards for breeders. And we continue to be a leader in the industry in supporting legislation that raises standards and improves the welfare of dogs in commercial kennels. Okay, so that that's a great point because I was going to ask the question, what is the, the impetus of this bill? What is the motivation behind it? What's, what, what is the drive behind this bill? Yeah, absolutely. So it's actually so complex, but I will say the Humane Society of the United States and activists are pushing this bill with a slew of misinformation. HSUS has been pushing this agenda for the last 10 years, and although their website still shows the same number of puppy mills exist today as they did 10 years ago, so clearly the bans they have passed in cities and counties throughout the United States have had zero impact on the problem. Mm. And aside from that, the state of Ohio passed the strictest breeder standards in the country, and they were negotiated with the Humane Society of the United States. Currently at the federal level, Senator Durbin introduced the Puppy Protection Act, which would increase breeder standards and is being supported by the Humane Society of the United States. So I fail to understand why increased breeder standards at the federal level are good, but not for Illinois. So HSUS does have an agenda. It is to close pet stores, supporting standards federally and in other states, but not in Illinois is an example of the hypocrisy that we're dealing with. Wow. Wow. You know, Anna, this is Rob. How are you doing? 
Hey, Rob. So nice to meet Good. you. Um, I mean, hearing that, what you just said here, and, and there's a lot of people out there who are listening that probably don't understand all the, the ins and outs of what, it, what the bill says. So I like to always see if we can you know, translate it into the common tongue, kind of. So, so in your opinion, yeah. what do you think this is going to do to your industry as a whole? So the bill is going to close the most regulated source to purchase a puppy in Illinois. And it's going to drive the consumers to purchase dogs online from unregulated sources and rescues that are importing dogs from overseas and purchasing dogs from puppy mills. So the bill really hurts the dogs. There's no language, again, as I mentioned, that's going to uh, improve animal welfare, and they're really going to be the ones to suffer. So you're going to take the most regulated source to purchase a puppy currently in the state and close it. Ah, because I have a dog. We actually bought one for my daughter at the uh, rescue center. Oh. Will, will, this, will this impact that kind of transaction? So it's we have a different business model than – a rescue, okay. right? So we are we are not a five hundred one three C. We, you know, um, have a lease agreement. There's there's many different facets. So you can still go purchase your dog mm-hmm. at the rescue. You can also still go purchase this dog directly from the same breeder that I would be using for my store. But we're just going to eliminate my store. Yeah. So that's ah. where it's like that makes no sense, right? It just doesn't make any sense. Well, and I'm a small business owner too. So what you're saying is this bill's killing small business. It's awful. Yes. And I, you know, I have a lot of wonderful employees and they all depend on, you know, have made furry babies a career and depend on me for their livelihood. So it, you know, it's, it's very frustrating, especially after getting through COVID and all the difficult things small businesses have faced with the pandemic to be sitting here. is, is frustrating. So Anna, let me ask, is this, it literally, it, it sounds like they're choosing a band over standards. So what, what, what is the face of going into speaking with some of these politicians and actually, you know, confronting them with this? It sounds like they just want to try to eliminate a problem instead of actually digging into what real solutions are and coming up with standards instead of, you know, a flat out ban. Yeah, so absolutely. The The problem's actually twofold, right? So it's really easy to use emotion to drive this topic. Uh, hey, and, right, exactly. And we all love dogs, right? So it's really easy to put up some awful pictures and, you know, misinformation and change stories to get people on board with this topic. But if they really dive in and they take the time to talk to us and look at what the bill is going to do, it's actually just going to make the problem so much worse, yeah. right? So it's failed to, to make any changes over the last 10 years um, that HSUS has been pushing this agenda. And House Bill 1711 is just going to continue to allow rescues to purchase dogs from puppy mills. And again, not all rescues do this, just like not every small business you know, does things incorrectly, but there's a large majority. There's a huge demand for dogs in the United States. So rescues are going to puppy mills, purchasing the dogs with uh, donations from the public, and then they're turning around and saying they rescued the dog when adopting it out for a fee wow. to an unsuspecting consumer who thought they just did a good thing. But in reality, wow. it's the reason the puppy mills are thriving. So it's a really complex issue and the solution is animal welfare, not animal rights. And uh, this bill is now, it passed out of the House, from, what I'm, from, from my understanding. It is now yeah. over at the Senate. Has there been any negotiation 
uh, between you guys as pet store owners, Humane Society, and the legislator who has it in the Senate? So I'm so glad you asked that because actually last year uh, we had introduced standards um, and we had been working on negotiating with all parties, including the Illinois Department of Agriculture, HSUS, um, different legislators, and then the pandemic hit and everything was kind of put on hold. That really gave HSUS the momentum and um, we haven't, we have tried consistently to get back to the negotiating table to really do something that's going to make an impact for dogs. And we have not been able to do so. Um, currently, I believe it's still an assignment. So yeah. it hasn't been okay. assigned. So it hasn't been assigned to a committee. So uh, how can people get involved? How can people call in? I mean, is, do you guys have like something on social media where people can um, tune into and, and, and help get this bill um, either stopped or, or have some type of amendments added to the bill? Yeah, so the best way would be just to call the local legislators. We do have links available um, on our website or, you know, I'm not sure if they're currently up on our social media, but where they can contact legislators. But, yeah, just reaching out to legislators and letting them know, you know, that they prefer breeder standards because that that will make a difference and that will really impact the puppy mill industry. I mean, I'm 100 percent about getting rid of that that part. Well, We, We don't none of us want that. Well, Anna, thanks so much for joining Black and Right. Um, I'll be following this bill. I'm also going to reach out to the state rep who, who, who introduced the bill to see what the legislative intent was. Uh, thanks so much for joining Black and Right, and um, let's hope um, you get a good, 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 good ending of, to this bill. All right. Yes, thank you so much for your time. We appreciate it. Thank no you. problem. Uh, somebody said, "Adopt, don't shop." That's it. Um, hey, you listening to Black and Right on AM five sixty? The answer. Uh, guess who's going to be joining the show? The calling into the show, Darren Bailey. All we'll right. be right back. All right, all right. And now more black and white with John Anthony on AM five sixty. The answer. Welcome back to Black and White on AM five sixty. The answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio with the rear admiral, George Pearson. How you doing, brother? Yo-ho. <laughs> oh. <laughs> God, George. Oh, boy. Uh, and we're joined by, I don't, know if I'm, I don't know if I'm liking the big casino yet. Rob Cruz, candidate for the U.S. Senate. Uh, big casino. I don't know. Let's let it let's Let it, let it marinate? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah, you know, guess what, guys? I'm so excited about our next guest. Um, I wonder if, you know, he's down there. He lives down there where a lot of my family live down in the Effingham area. And the very the first real time, south side. Real, real <laughs> south side, southeast side, southeast that's southeast side over there. They rep it. So I think um, the guy that runs the the um, cap facts gave him a nickname. <laughs> I love that look, George. Um, he's the Illinois. He, he he's in the Senate. He's in the fifty fifth district. He's previously a state representative, and last year, uh, a little over what maybe thirteen months ago, fourteen months ago, he stood up to Governor Pritzker. Uh, it was the only only legislative only legislator at the time to stand up to J.B. Prisker. That's right. Um, and now he's a candidate to be running against J.B. Prisker, the one, the only Darren Bailey. But welcome to black. Welcome back to Black and White, um, Senator. Hey, good afternoon, friends. Yeah, I'm about five minutes away from you, but we had to pull the plug and pull off. Oh, that's traffic right. is uh, is so heavy. Yeah. Um, had the 
had to give up on that one. So I, I hated it that I couldn't be there with you in person. No, so that's fine. You. That's fine. I mean, I'm sure there's an, an event coming up. I can I can come visit and see you again. Um, <laughs> Senator, Senator, I mean, I, I you know, I one of the things I've all, I always talk to you about anytime I'm with you is when, you know, I remember I recall that time when you stood alone on the House floor and not one of your colleagues joined you um, to walk out with you. I thought that was a missed opportunity for Republicans. But I, I love what you said, that uh, the legislator has abdicated its duty under Pritzker's rule. Can you talk more about that? And, and what, what should the legislative body be doing, especially right now, as it relates to the, the, the federal money that's coming in? Because no, we still don't know how that money is going to be divvied up yet. Right. Uh, what, what are your thoughts on that, sir? Well, the legislature should certainly be representing the needs and the desires of the people. And that is, that's not happening. It's, it's still contained to special interest groups. Yeah. All you've got to do is go to IllinoisSunshine.org and start looking these people up and start understanding where their money comes from for these huge war chests that they have. And then it becomes very clear, you know, why – uh, they represent and vote the way that they do. So uh, Illinois is in trouble. People are leaving, and uh, people need affordable housing. People are sick and tired of paying high taxes all over the state. Those are two things that resonate everywhere. Our schools are being hijacked. Our law enforcement is being decimated. Those are the issues that uh, if once we come together with, like you suggested, with this CARES money that's being you know, doled out uh, in huge sums, we take that, and, 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 and there's a very obvious approach to how that needs to be handled, yet uh, as a whole, uh, the Illinois legislature, the majority of it, uh, desires to continue to go in a, you know, one single direction of the feel-good approach, yeah. and uh, that's just uh, weighting this ship down heavier. Now, now Senator, I, I, every time I, everywhere I go, I hear people say, well, Dan Bailey, Dan Bailey's running for governor. He'll never he'll never reach anybody um, south north of I eighty, but I've been in events with you all over north of I eighty, and I've it, they have been completely packed out. What do you say to that voter who's north of I eighty? What's your message to? I, and I think I know what you're going to say, but what's your message to those who are north of I eighty um, that that may not come from south of, of I eighty? What's your message to that voter? <laughs> My message is, and comment is, God bless you, because you know what? Those people are standing with us. They're standing beside us. And, and as you suggested, the meetings that are being held uh, suggest the same. We just had an awesome, wonderful meeting uh, this morning uh, downtown Chicago with a group of friends, and, and one of them acknowledged uh, the simple fact of what is going to make the election of 2022 different than any election in, in, in the history of Illinois is the fact that the grassroots movement woke up, stepped up, and turned out to vote. And I believe that is what I represent. I represent the people that have been misrepresented and unrepresented for years, people who are tired, people who want to keep their fa- people who want to stay in Illinois, but more importantly, people who want to keep their children and their grandchildren in Illinois. And here's what they're looking for. They're looking for, they're looking for something real. They're looking yeah. for someone who doesn't just talk the talk but walks the walk, and they've seen that in me because I've laid it all on the line. I'm as sick and disgusted as, as with Illinois politics and the games being <laughs> yeah. played as the next person, and I, will, do, and I will make the moves and say what needs to be said. Thank you, Senator. We really appreciate this. This is George Pearson, and I have to tell you, yes, sir. I, I, am, I am a fan. I do follow you, and I'm watching a lot of the things that you're doing. And one of my biggest 
um, one of my biggest pet peeves in this state is education. You know, the the teachers union, you know, literally they're not there to actually teach our children. They're there to secure the jobs of teachers. That's it. What are we going to do about education? And I know that's also a a, a heart of your your endeavors, you and your wife's endeavor. What what can we do about education in this state? And why aren't we talking about that more? Awesome. Well, again, follow the money. You'll, you'll see that IEA is a big player. As a matter of fact, I believe probably land the first time in history. If you look at Senate Bill 818, they're wanting to teach sex education yeah. from kindergarten on up. For the first time ever, Illinois Education Association and Planned Parenthood partnered to promote this bill. Wow. I sat on that committee. They were the two groups wow. that were uh, promoting this, and I just it just makes your heart wrench. So so we take we, we, we take the system back. The governor has immense control and ability through through uh, ISBE on that. And uh, we simply that's how we get our property taxes lower yeah. even. We set, we we clean the slate of these unfunded unnecessary mandates. Come on. We return the control to our school back to the local elected school board. Uh, we push, you know, this this whole situation and this drama with Chicago and their yeah. school board. Mm. It, it, it's wrong. Yeah. Schools should be governed locally with a locally elected government body, which is the school board. So we return that. You know, that's one of the first things uh, that have to be done because we have got to we've got to return integrity to our classroom. Yeah. Teachers, nobody wants to go to school anymore and teach because it's a, what should be the most noblest profession is relegated to to teachers going home and, and filling out discipline reports and progress reports, all of which are failing us because there's no leadership at the top. There's no way yep. Illinois education is, is owns this process yep. and it has failed us. Well, state rep, I mean, state Senator um, Darren Bailey, um, I need you to hold the line because we want to come back on the next segment uh, because I think Robert Cruz has a very important question that I think anybody that's running for office in the state of Illinois needs to answer. Uh, we're joined by state representative, I mean, state senator, I keep calling him state representative, mm-hmm. state Senator Darren Bailey, candidate for governor of the great state of Illinois. More with Darren Bailey when we return. We'll be right back. This is Black and Right with John Anthony on AM 560. The answer. Get up, get on up. We jamming for you, George. Come on, we're Admiral. We're Admiral cutting the rug up over here, y'all. Y'all, if y'all are watching on the Facebook live stream, check out the Rear Admiral. Welcome back to Black and Right on AM 560. The answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio with the Rear Admiral himself and Robert Cruz, the big casino. Running for U.S. Senate. Boy, you crazy. You ain't there at all. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, before the break, we were talking with State Senator um, Darren Bailey from the 55th District. Um, uh, Darren, thanks so much for joining us here today. Uh, it's an honor. Thank you. Anytime. Hey, uh, hey, Senator Bailey. It's Rob Cruz. How you doing? Yes, sir. I'm doing just great. Nice to talk to you again. Yeah, you too. It's always good to talk to you. Um, and, and to touch on your point before about the school board, I, I'm a school board member myself, and I feel the same way you do. We've got to start putting it back into the local boards and making decisions for the people that live in those communities. Um, and so my question to you is the same question I have for anyone running statewide uh, in any race, including my own. What are you doing to help strengthen the party when it comes to unity and then filling out the roster for the ticket? Awesome. So that is my encouragement as we have, I've, I've visited with just about every uh, county Republican chair. There's a few people I've left messages with and have, have, uh, haven't been able to get a hold with. Uh, 
the message is very consistent and then it's very concise. Every electable position in the state of Illinois, we have got to have a conservative voice, uh, you know, at that position, speaking up for conservative values. And, and that's a lot of work. And, uh, you know, we've got to get together. We've got to get Republicans hope. Good grief. The, uh, you know, you, you look at the money that the Illinois Republican Party has versus the <laughs> Illinois Democrat yeah. Party has. I mean, it's, it's embarrassing. Mm-hmm. But it's that reason. It's there for a reason is because, you know, over the years, Republicans have there's an old saying that I've heard recently. Democrats fight till they win and Republicans fight till they lose. <laughs> we have got to stop that and we've got to start putting some some serious meat in this game. So you need candidates like like myself and yourself, people who are standing out. Again, I keep going back to if you're going to talk the talk, you better be able to walk the walk. So so that's what we've got to do. We've got to give people we, we've got to simply give give people hope. And when we give them hope, we've got to energize them. We've got to educate them. We've got to make sure I firmly believe that the majority of the people that are on the county clerk's voter rolls who either are not registered to vote or who do not show up to vote, I believe many of those are conservative-minded people yeah. because yeah. We're, we're people of common yeah. sense. And, for, and unfortunately, they've given up that duty to vote because they're out, they're working their tails off. Government keeps raising our taxes, so we have to work even harder. And at the end of the day, it's just like, you know what, I'm not going to participate with something that's, that's, that's a mess, politics. So we've got a lot of work ahead of us. Uh, we've got to get people to yes, show up do. to vote, but yes. we've got to give them hope. And if we do that, when we take back the governor's seat, when we take back at a very minimum the, the supermajority status of, of, of Democrats, I firmly believe we can take the Illinois House and the Illinois Senate, then we have to go to work. And that's where my track record comes in uh, very you know, importantly, because of what's happened many times when Republicans have gotten that top seat. They've set and they refuse to do anything. They're king of the hill, and, and then all of a sudden, the, from day one, it becomes about re-election. Democrat and, and they fail to act. So, so if we, uh, we, we put all this together from beginning to end, and when we take it back, then all this stuff that I'm saying that we're going to do, then we do it. We don't, we don't come back out with another set of excuses. Well, well I'd, I'd like to do that, but we can't. We get her done, and then we restore hope in the Illinois voter and a conservative principled message and then uh, then then we then we build we continue to build from there that's what i firmly believe has got to happen it's a process it's going to take a lot of work but at the end of the day i believe we're going to turn illinois back into something that will reverberate from coast to coast and change this country i truly believe that senator here's a question for you and you mentioned this about doing the work one of the things that we've been pushing real hard in Will County is getting everyone back active, involved in the entire election process. We no longer have an election day. I call it an election mm-hmm. season. Yeah. We need people working yeah. as election judges. Everyone keeps talking about poll watchers. Poll watchers are great. They're secondary. They're not the main driver. So I'm asking all our candidates also push for people to become election judges and not just on election day. Yeah. We got to talk yeah. about like in this last consolidated race, we went from February 25th. All the way to April twentieth is the last day we were counting ballots. Some of them mail in ballots. Yeah. Wow! So we, so a lot of those folks that are sitting at home, those those conservative voices that haven't this or decided not to vote, we also have to start encouraging them to start voting early or using the mail in ballot process yeah. as well. Yep. Yep. Thank you, friend. That's awesome. And I can tell you this: I've got friends from uh, my part of the world that are willing and able to come up here. And, and get registered as you know poll watchers and or election judges 
and to serve and to be there and to not be bullied, to not be pushed back and to stand firm, you know, if, when there's a problem. So yeah. uh, that's, you're right. There's a lot of work to be done. So hey, that's, Senator, and that's what we've got to do. Senator, I hear you're going to be at yes. Families of Faith Church in Shanahan. That's, that's a stone's throw for me. Judy Wood, my good friend, just posted it on the Facebook Live um, chat. Uh, what's going on yes. with that? And um, you had about 30, 40 seconds. I'll give you 40 seconds. What's going on with that? Because that's the school that also um, Prisker uh, fought against Prisker as well, or, or filed a lawsuit against Prisker too, right? Well, we were just there last night, I think. Or is this another one coming oh, up? Was we that, just, I guess that's the one last night. I guess that's what it's, Yeah, we were at Logo. Yes, yes. We were there last night, and uh, they partnered with the uh, uh, the Romanian oh, church in downtown Chicago. June, June 6th, so that's another one. Yeah, yeah, nope. So people, a lot of these uh, the churches and homeschool groups, uh, they're, they're, they're obviously feeling their, uh, you know, their, uh, their rights are threatened uh, because of, uh, of uh, you know, some of these uh, government's infringement now all of a sudden into non-public schools. So uh, that's the perfect example of what's going on. We're, we're getting invites everywhere. People have have uh, they listening to our message? They love it. They want to meet us in person to see yeah. if we're the real deal. Yeah. And we come away with these uh, meetings with people realizing, understand that, yeah, yeah, he is the yeah, he is the real thing. Yeah, so. Illinois State Illinois State Senator Dan Bailey, candidate for governor of the state of Illinois. Thanks so much for joining Black and Right. Uh, hi, Cindy. Thanks, Darren. <laughs> Thanks so much, Cindy. Hi, for John. <laughs> <laughs> Cindy. Always a pleasure to talk to you. Yes, you, you, you guys are amazing. I'm just listening today. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. Maybe I ought to get Cindy in the seat one day. How about that, uh, Senator? <laughs> uh, guys, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, you listen to the Black and Right on AM560, The Answer. We'll be right back. This is Black and Right with John Anthony. On AM560, The Answer. Welcome back to Black and Right on AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio with the Rear Admiral, George Pearson, and Rob Big Casino Cruz. I think I'm liking that now. How bad you think I am? You know this being a homeboy yourself. Yeah, that's right, homeboy. <laughs> um, I, you know, I, I really like Senator Bailey. Uh, I really do. I, I, you know, you just, there's... You gotta love him, you know, because I mean he's so genuine and pure. Um, we we don't have many politicians who who, you know, when when you look at them and what they what they what you see is what you get. Yeah. Uh, what you get, you know, at the uh, in in Springfield and at home, everything is the same with this guy, yeah. and and I really like that. I want to I want to play something real quick. Uh, we only got a minute left in this in this segment, but I saw this on TikTok and it kind of broke my heart. TikTok. When you look at what's happening with these kids in these, in these masks, I, I just want you to hear the heart, the pain in this little young girl's voice and tell me if we don't need to remove these stupid masks from kids. Here, here. Does that just break your heart to hear this young? She looked like what a, a second grader, maybe yeah. five to seven years old, and, and we got leaders who are not who are, who are not really looking nope. at the science, right? No, they're not leading. They're not leading. No. We need leaders. To your point, Robert, every single position that has a Democrat and Republican 
it needs to be filled yep. with somebody running against these Democrats. And every single, I don't care if you don't have the money, just put your name on the ballot. That's it. Make them work. That's it. Mm-hmm. And get out there and knock those doors. That's right. Hey, we got, in the next hour, we talk with Darren Bailey this hour. Mm-hmm. We're going to be talking with Gary Rabine mm-hmm. in the second hour. Paved the uh, way. <laughs> that's right. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> don't miss this. Uh, don't go anywhere. You're listening to Black and White on AM560 Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony. We'll be right back. to have your mind opened. The lies of the mainstream media are about to be exposed and the hypocrisy of the left is about to be revealed. This is a revolution in how you think about politics, race, and culture. You've tuned into Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. Welcome back to Hour 2. I hate when people make me laugh right before I come on the air. You lie! (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back to Hour 2 of Black and White Radio on AM560 Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony. If you missed that first hour uh, interview, especially with um, State Senator Darren Bailey, go download the podcast, 560theanswer.com. Click on the Black and White. You'll see my um, huge face. Um, Click on that and download the podcast on Apple or whatever that other... um, phone provider is <laughs> i know that that name does not be it's not mentioned here in this studio or out of my my mouth because i don't like that <laughs> okay. that brand i'm an apple guy mm-hmm. um you know before we went to break though um in that first hour robert we were talking about you and you were talking about how you were a cancer survivor um go, let's delve into that story i know we're gonna we had something we wanted to talk about but i i i you know I've, it, it's hit my my family hard. So, anytime I, I I hear somebody who's a survivor of it, I always want to hear that story. Please go into that a little bit more. Sure. Robert. So uh, where we left off, and, and I'll, I'll start with this. It was June fourteenth, ten thirty six p.m. I'll never forget the date or the time. I hear the words, "We're sorry, you got cancer," and right then and there, everything got real quickly. Um. It was a 50-50 chance diagnosis. If you, if you did outpatient, it was a 70-30 if you did this new innovative treatment. I chose the 70-30, and it was basically boot camp for, for cancer. 35 days in the hospital, lost 70 pounds. Um, it, was, it was chemo every other day. Wow. It, was, uh, it, wasn't, it wasn't a fun time. Yeah. You know? uh, my, my daughter even took her first steps in the hospital to Whoa. come see me because I had to be in a certain room. It was almost like, you know how everyone's walking around with masks right now? Mm-hmm. I had to walk around everywhere like that wow. because my immune system was at zero. So you're talking about being the lowest you can get. Yeah. I mean, if I had the flu, I would be dead wow. at that moment in time. So, but I reverted back to my Catholic upbringing. Mm. Faith. You know, faith, yeah. Jesus Christ. Mm. Roger Stone was on here last week. Was that last week? Yeah, last yeah. week. And he talked about how he walked away from his faith and, and, and it's just the the power of, of, of how faith can bring you back from some of the most the most toughest things you ever have to deal with in your yeah. life. Do you agree with that statement? 100%. And, and I talked earlier about adversity, yeah. right? And uh, ultimately, the man upstairs, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, he's the only one who can get you through. That's it. I, I'm a living witness of it, too. Yeah, and, and I'm a witness, and, and I begged him. I yeah. begged him for my life, and he came through, and I, uh, I want to make it meaningful now. Yeah. Wow. Well, you know— that's, I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you survived that. You know, I mean, 
that that that's a nasty word. I hate I hate that word. Yeah, that, that c word. You know, it's, cancer. It, and it's taken out so many good people. It has. And uh, so you know, after I was cured or remission, and I'm technically I'm cured. Yeah, it's been seven years. I went back and I, had, I felt the need to go back and encourage other people who are in treatment, fighting mm-hmm. the fight, getting those scary moments of sleeping at night, wondering if you're going to wake up. Yeah. And so it's the reason why I'm running, John. Yeah. I went into a woman's room. I won't say her name. She told me she had cancer three times now. Mm. PPO, Blue Cross, just like everybody else who's in a PPO plant company, 70% copay. Wow. Wow. Ridiculous. So, uh, but I thought we fixed that. Not, I, I, I thought not yet. I thought 2009 was supposedly fix the the the, the disparities that we had in our health care system. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. Well, that was a really good one. Uh, apparently not. Yeah. And 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 she 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 told me the the story. She was a 40 year worker at ComEd. She sold her house, didn't have a mortgage, cashed out her 401k, and she was a millionaire. Wow. And it was 3,500 dollars a week to stay there, and she had to be there twice twice a month. Mm. And she, she jokingly said, you know how people, when they joke, but they're serious, she jokingly said, it's easier to die. And it bothered me. And I told her she was wrong because if she gave up and let adversity get the best of her, yeah. what kind of example is that for her children, her grandchildren, and their grandchildren when they say adversity comes for everyone? Yeah. When it comes for them. Can they say with the excuse, grandma quit so I can quit? Yeah. And I explained to her that leading by example, even if we don't succeed, is always the best course of action. Yeah. And, you know, I, I've had C. Stephen Tucker. He's the owner of Health Insurance Mentors on the show. And he, he basically said the same, pretty much the same thing you're saying. Uh, I mean, he's one of the premier guys when it comes to health care, health insurance. Um, you know, so, so many people don't know the, the difference, the distinction yeah. uh, of what, even a, a, the Affordable Care Act, what, what did it actually do? Did it, did it, did it, did it help the health care system or the health insurance system? Mm. You know, mm. did, it really, did it really provide real health care or did it just pay off a bunch of rich health and, and it's, people in insurance? That's care? right. Yeah. That's right. And, you know. and, it, and it's, we've got to do more investigating, you know, but one solution, you know, and I've been approached by doctors of all walks of life, is there's a rule on the books called the Good Samaritan Law. Mm-hmm. You ever heard of it? Yeah. Yeah. So that needs to be revised. You know, a cap on malpractice in exchange for free care for people who are in situations like that, the elderly, the underserved, and, you know, in the, in the, in the people who live in the neighborhoods I used to live in, in Eastside Juliet, don't have the right coverage. Yeah. We need to start ch- exchanging with our physicians. Yeah. So, and, and, and see, that's, that's where, I mean, you look at what Donald Trump was trying to do with the industry. Um, I mean, he got rid of the tax burden, which I think, I took on the drug companies. I took on the drug companies, but I'm still thinking of of, of what's his name, the Supreme Court. Um, oh. <laughs> Roberts. Roberts. Yeah. How he's, he, I better say that word. He got over on us because, and then he tried to say, oh, it's a tax, so they can do it. Oh, but, you know, I, we, we really got to do something. We have to elect people who really understand these issues. Not only do, just listening to you, not only do you understand it, you've been felt, you've been touched by it. Yep. This is something that you've had to live out so that the message to the people when you go out there and talk to them is, I've been there. I understand it. I've, I've, I've been touched by the infirmities of this sickness. And I know how damaging and how it can really destroy a person's livelihood because of how 
because it's not cost effective to live right. when you yeah. have this disease or, or, or cancer. Yeah. Cancer. No, right? and, and and every issue I talk about, John, it's it's because I've lived in it. Yeah. You know, I've been a person in the theory. I love when they all talk. Well, in theory, yeah. this is supposed oh, to happen. God, I hate you know, theories are good for classrooms. In yeah. re, in the in realville, yeah, it's what's going on in real life. Are you waking up? and have to go to the doctor three times a week. How does it disrupt your schedule? Who picks up the kids? Who's doing this? Who's doing that at home? It's real-life logistical problems. Yeah, and this wasn't even a segment. We weren't even supposed to be... I I don't know. How how do we get here? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, it's... Talking about why. Yeah, Yeah, why. And and that's my why, you know, because I want to work... You know, I want to view myself as a... Rob Cruz is going to work for the working class because he is the working class. John Reeves will love you. Yeah. Oh, he already does. Okay, you yeah, can explain yeah, that why? He had a tear in his yeah, eye. Yeah, well, you, you can explain the why to Johnny. Why, wait, wait, why are you running? Yeah. <laughs> so, people don't know, people don't care about, what, what What does he say? People don't care what you're doing until they can understand your why, why or something of that nature. Yes. Yeah. Wow. You, you know, we were supposed to be talking about the cost of doing business in Illinois, which is... That's that's part of the cost, isn't it? Not, yeah. Our, our health care yeah. is part of that cost. A yeah. lot of people are in their jobs. You know, we actually met a gentleman talking about, you know, his wife, you know, still being on a municipal, working for a municipality, n- needing to stay there. They can't leave Illinois because they're trapped with how their program, their pension system, their benefit program yeah. has worked. And, and think about how much is, how much of the budget is allocated towards Absolutely. what we do here. I mean, when you look at, you know, um, even adding HB 40, the, the abortion, abortion bill, bill, on top of that, mm-hmm. I mean, pretty much anybody can, can take have access, because I remember, what's her name, um, Patty, um, former state representative and from Hinsdale, oh, she, Patty, she's a Comiskey. Yeah. <sighs> she would kill me if, if, I, if I, I forgot her name. But anyway, she was a state rep from Hinsdale. Um, we, she, she was actually tough when it came to figuring out how many people from out of state were you, were accessing our, our, our system. Yeah. Our system. And it was a lot of people. And then we got in there and then Quinn got in there and cut it off. Mm. And, and dude, th- th- there's just so many things. We got 7,000 taxing bodies here in the state of Illinois. Mm-hmm. I mean, we got a mosquito abatement. Why, why do we need, why can't we roll <laughs> that somewhere into some other function in township government yes. or, yes. or yes. county government? To, to deal with this. Yeah. We don't do it because the people stay home and they're not really engaged Correct. in what's really happening to this state. I'm talking about this state in particular yep. because, I mean, dude, we're, we're, we're the laughing stock. You go, you went to Texas. How many times did you get laughed at in Texas? Every when, single day. You go, you travel. How many yeah. times have you? When you go, when I go to Florida, it's, oh, it, when you say where you're from, hey, I'm from Illinois. Oh, <laughs> what country do you come from, sir? <laughs> we have to change this. Yes. We have to start electing people, common sense people. Everyday not, people. Yes, everyday people. Kitchen. And we got to start focusing on the kitchen table issues. And we can't be afraid to be conservative Republican. And talk we about it. Right. We don't need to, to be Democrat light or no. Go and take the message to them. Come on. Don't get me fired up. <laughs> you listen to Black and White on AM560 The Answer. Gary Rabine. Up next. Back to Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. Welcome back to Black and Right on AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio with the rear admiral himself, George the Hitman. I want to call you Hitman. I'm a, I may steal whole, yeah, I may steal Patrick Brutus's nickname I gave him, the Hitman, and give it to you. Look, you look uh, like no. the Hitman. <laughs> Pearson. Leave me alone. <laughs> okay, I will. <laughs> I better, because I don't, I don't want a left coming at me. Uh, we're also joined by 
uh, candidate for U.S. Senate who will be going up against uh, Senator Duckworth, um, Robert, possibly, because possibly. there's going to be a primary. There's a primary. You got you got Peggy Hubbard who's running, one Allison Salinas who's running. One step at a time. And Rob Cruz at the moment. I'm sure there's going to be some some more names probably throw their name okay. their name in the, in the ring. Another gentleman by the name of Tim Arview. But oh, I don't know who that is. I've never even heard of that name, actually. That's, you, when you said that today, it was the first time yeah. I heard that. Uh, you know, we, we talked to uh, State Senator Darren Bailey in the first hour, and uh, I talked to George. I said, hey, we, we got to have the governors, both of the governor's candidates on. Right. I'm going to have the other ones on. Don't worry, guys. Those of you who would, Paul Schimpf and, and uh, I think that's it, right? Chris Roper. Chris Roper, yeah. Um, I'm going ha- to have them on. Just, I just, you know, I know, I know Darren and I know uh, Gary yeah. Raybine really well and personally. Uh, speaking of, I'm so happy to have us join, ha- happy to join us today. Uh, owner of um, Raybine Paving uh, and the Raybine Group, founder of Raybine Group, uh, Gary Raybine. Welcome, sir. Hey, hey, John. How are you? Hey, I'm doing well. I see that you. I see that you're everywhere right now. <laughs> so hey, it, I'm, I'm in. I'm on a. I'm on a bike ride. I'm on a Harley ride. And oh. I came down here to Elburn, Illinois, and uh, started out the day in Woodstock, then Elburn, and I'm, I'm going to be heading a little west from here, but. Yeah, it's been it's it's a lot of fun. Do you have Rob Cruz there? Too? Yeah, he's here. Jim, G, GOP Jamboree's here. I, I'm just happy I'm not. I didn't think about running for Senate because <laughs> that, that guy is killer. That guy's killer. I don't want to. I don't want to be in the way of that guy. He's hey, hey, hey if, if you're up by the he's Elburn area, hey Gary, you're up by the Elburn, Elburn area. You got to stop at Eddie Goodell's. Goodell's as a restaurant. They were the the first in that area to open up their restaurant despite. All of the um, COVID restrictions nice. and uh, oh, wow. yeah, I don't know if you're still there, but that's I'm, a, I'm still here. Yeah, that's a good spot to yeah, go yeah, eat no, the, if you want to get something to eat. Well, there's this is, this is a great place. I mean, you know, Elburn's a cool town. It I really is. You know, it's a, it, it's a, you know, what's going on is this group of bait is down here. Oh, yeah. um, you know, creating creating awareness for motorcycles. Right? Yeah. They're they're all yeah. over the intersections and all that. So I was down here with them, hanging out with them and stuff, and all these people. Out here on their own time, just creating awareness. Hey, yeah. Look out for bikes, right? Yeah. Stay off your phones, stay off the text, look out for bikes. So yeah. it's pretty cool that, that uh, all these people, a lot of professionals and people from all different, young and old, out uh, creating the awareness that, that us, you know, bikers love. Yeah. Right. So, Gary, last time you were on the show, um, you hadn't announced yet. I was trying to pull it out of you, but you wouldn't. You said, nah, not yet. I, I've got to put some things in the Now that you have announced, what, what's it been like? Yeah. What's the feel? What's the, what's, what are you getting out there from the people? Um, in your opinion, what's what's the what's the most pressing issues that people are facing out there in, in the state of Illinois? Well, it's a it's a mixed bag, but I got them all covered. I got them all covered, dude. I got uh, three things that I'm about, right? And uh, and I I I've really refined, you know, what I'm focused on right now. But there, you know, there's so many things in Illinois we can talk about. But yeah. these three things kind of cover most all of it. You know, number one is job creation. We're losing fifty last checked fifty thousand jobs a year before before the, the this this COVID problem, right? And so much more than that last year. We don't have the numbers yet, but much more last year. And, and uh, I'm going to create 50,000 jobs a year when I'm the governor, okay, because I understand job creation like nobody else running. Number two, property taxes. They are now, if they're, not, if they're not the highest, they're number two, but I believe they're, they're the highest in the country now. Either way, number one, number two is terrible. We're 160 to 180%, and we, you know, we've got to, we're, we're trying to try to refine that number, but between 160 and 180% higher than the average of the country, Right, that's terrible. That's tax theft. Yeah. It's not taxation anymore when your property values go down instead of up. Right. So, bottom line is that's the second problem, and we're going to fix it. We're going to we're going to crush property taxes fifty percent or more by twenty twenty four. 
And, then, and the third thing, the most important thing, really, is families. Yeah. We, we're, we're losing great families out of our cities and our state. They're, they're leaving for safety. They're leaving for an education that they, they don't feel they're getting in Illinois, right? And, and, and opportunity. So if we don't take care of those three things, we don't have an Illinois 10, 20 years from now. So it, it's going to be a, a decimated state of, of uh, you know, of poverty. Gary, it's Robert. How you doing, buddy? Robert, doing great, brother. How are hey, you? Hey, I see you're out there. Keep up the good fight, man. Uh, and I'm going to ask you the same question I asked Darren. And it's this, and it's anybody yeah. who's running statewide or in the party as well. What is your plan, and what are you doing to strengthen the party and fill out the entire ticket? That's an awesome question, bud, because that's a big deal, right? We've yep. got we got about forty seats in the, in the uh, in, in, as far as uh, rep seats, and about twenty, I think it's nineteen twenty Senate seats that nobody runs in right now. We've got to work our butts off to find people to run from these communities on a Republican ticket. Well, you know, many people don't understand they're, they're Republicans, in my opinion. They're, they're conservatives. They don't believe in this craziness and this, true. these crazy laws that are being mm-hmm. passed. There's plenty of Democrat friends, friends of mine are Democrats, that aren't socialists, okay? Those people, we need to get them out to run a Republican ticket because they're, they're, they're really conservatives and many of them don't know it. Yeah. And so if they believe in God, they believe in America, um, we need to get them out running on, on a Republican ticket. And there's, there's a couple groups, Robert, that we... We, that we're going to bring to town. One, one I've got focused on. It's, uh, it's, it's called Run Gen Z. They're young people that, uh, that that recruit other young people to run in government for two reasons: to understand how to serve and under, understand leadership, and and be mentored by many others. And then also, by the way, they, they'll build a network bigger than they could ever build otherwise when they run in in a in a in a state senate race or a state rep race. So there's there's that group. There's a couple others out there that we got to bring to town and say. We got to recruit, you know, people from these communities to run because there's great opportunity. And and, and by the way, it, it'd be kind of nice to actually have Republicans on the ticket in these areas we don't even put anybody. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, Gary, it's George Pearson. Thanks for you know jumping on the call today. George, wait, wait, nobody told me George is there. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> George. I'll pop up every once in a while. I will ask you the exact same question I asked Darren earlier, Senator Bailey. What? is your plan for education because that is near and dear to me. It, and I do believe that if we do not fight that cultural battle, as you were talking about reaching those younger folks, but a lot of that starts not just at home, but also at school and what they're exposed to. So what is your plan for education? Well, you know, to, to say what is the plan, George, it's impossible for any of us to say we actually have a real plan at this point because by the time we get in office, it's going to be different than it is today. But here's the focus. The focus is teaching kids and, and by community by community, not allowing teachers unions to dictate and, and legislators to dictate what goes on, what, what goes on the curriculum. So, um, so, so I, we, we've got to stop this craziness to think that from, from Springfield, these legislators can dictate what goes on the curriculum, you know, community to community. But, but we, we got, we've got to stop letting these teachers union dictate uh, what goes on as far as even teaching, right? Our, for our teachers not to have taught, not to be teaching for the last over a year is crazy. These kids are yeah. being cheated out of an education. This, this can never happen again. So yeah. part of our plan is never shut down our schools, never never pick and choose businesses to shut down like we have over the last year and a couple months. Is that this is craziness? This is not this is not freedom. It's not it's not we're not a free country. When when we're picking winners and losers in business, when we're when we're not teaching our kids anymore, and then then when we do teach them, we want to we want to build this indoctrination uh, you know plan to teach them the way our our our, our far left uh, minded legislators want them taught 
What what is Dan? What's your stances on um, school choice? You know, because I think that's also a key here. As we know, uh, Prisker is literally trying to looking at signing legislation to remove more money or the percentage uh, of whatever. how much is um, actually allowed for people to um, contribute to to um, private education. Yeah, no, we, we school choice is a, is a is a definite. We have to have it. I mean, for kids for kids in any community, especially our our urban communities, not to have a choice when they, when, they, when they have a terrible school, right, for parents not to be able to take their kid to a school that's, that's better, more competitive, is crazy. You know, and, and so, yeah, I, I believe in vouchers, and you're right. Pritzker's trying to reduce that program uh, from 70, what, 70 for 70, yeah. 75% down to like 40% credit when people donate to it. And it's going to decimate that, that, that yeah. program. Hey, hey, Gary! Um, if, if you're just joining the show, we're talking with candidate for governor Gary Rabai. We got about forty seconds. I want you because I keep hearing a lot of people talk about. Well, Gary doesn't care about black people. Well, I've seen you. You have program. You've been helping black people become millionaires. In, in twenty seconds, can you give just a just just a snippet of this program that you're doing, where you're meeting with black entrepreneurs and trying to help them um, become rich? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So, so number one, my, my family, you know, I'm, I'm from a mixed family. I, my, my uh, brother married a black girl and I have black nephews and nieces and, and I love them. My, my, my sister married a Mex- Mexican guy, Onas, and they, and they have amazing family. And, and I, I don't, I, I, 15 I love seconds. people. 15 and, seconds about your on program. Top of that, on top of that, on top of that, I love entrepreneurship. And, and I started a program called True Mentors years ago where we mentor people from the urban environment that want to be leaders. And, yeah. and we've had great success with it and we'll continue to do that and grow that in Illinois. Well, thank you so much for joining Black and Right. Gary Ray Biden, candidate for governor. Uh, go look him up on all social medias. You're listening to Black and Right. We'll be right back. We now return to Black and Right on AM560, The Answer. Here's John Anthony. Welcome back to Black and Right on AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio with... You know what? I like that name. The Golden Boy, Rob Cruz. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> I like that, too. The Golden Boy, Rob Cruz, and the Rear Admiral George Pearson, chairman of the Will County Republicans. Um, you you had something you want to talk about, some Black event that's Republican. coming up in Chicago? Yeah, there's actually a, a couple of them, if you don't mind. Me, you know, yeah, go ahead, brother. Oh, right. you, oh, you want to wait until the end? No, we you want to do it now? Give them a taste. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. So there's a, a town hall. It's called the West Side Town Hall. It will be on Tuesday, May 18th. Uh, 6 p.m. It'll be located at the uh, Chicago Hope Cafe. That's 2431 West Roosevelt Road. And again, it's Tuesday, May 18th. And that's actually being sponsored by the 24th Ward Republicans, the Black Excellent Media, and Southside Republicans. So nice. when folks say that there are no blacks working on the South Side in, or Chicago. in Chicago, in period, the hood, in the hood, you know, they're you know literally yeah. misinformed. So. We got to get out there, too. Yes. We got to yeah. get to those places. And you can't do it by sitting in, hosting Zoom meetings nope. or going to some place. You actually have mm-hmm. to go out there and do the door knocking and having conversations with folks. Right. It's one of the reasons why the the, the, the adoption of the uh, victory centers that, that was actually created when I worked with Isaac Hayes when he first ran for Congress. Oh, I love Isaac. Yeah. Hey, and we did Reverend. great work. Yeah, the Reverend, doctor, good doctor Isaac Hayes, <laughs> you know, and but. We changed a lot of minds out there and, and brought a lot of people over to start paying attention to the Republican Party yeah. and and actually having a place in this or on the south side in the city made it a lot easier for people to stop by. They, they yeah. see the visualization. They mm-hmm. see the sign. They see the elephant. They see the pictures. 
and they wanted to walk in and find out more. You know, did, did you get some? Just show up. Yeah, that's it. Yep. That's it. You know, yeah. do the real work. We're not out here trying to advertise and ooh, look at me. Because if you're doing that, you're not actually having the conversations. Nah, that's true. That's true. I mean, marches and and, and every that's one thing, but actually putting boots to the ground, man. Yeah. That's I'm telling you, you want to win. I'm telling you, knocking doors. You personally going to knock doors, and not just sending everybody out. It's one of the greatest ways to, yeah. to win. No, it, you know? it, it it truly is. When I when I ran school board, we knocked doors three times. Yeah, you know, and it was only a you know it was middle of the winter. But from March to April, it's one month. We we knocked doors three times, and you won, and I won. <laughs> Look at you. That's right. So you know, um, Mark Vargas was a friend of the show. Uh, I just had him on last week. Yeah, you know, he gave me a call and he said, "Hey, uh, I got a friend um, that I would love for you to you know speak to really quickly because they're putting on a five k. And if you know me, when it comes to human trafficking, sex trafficking, I, I was that's something that's like near and dear to me." Um, so I told him, I said, I, I got a few minutes I can talk with him. Um, so we're going to be talking with his good friend, Terry. Terry, uh, Terry, welcome to Black and Right. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. Thank you for having us. How are you doing today? I am doing well. Now, your your name is Terry Griffin. Uh, what's the name of the organization, uh, and, and why are you guys putting together this 5K? Uh, it's coming up soon, correct? Yes. Um, our organization is Rahab's Daughters. We're a 501 nonprofit faith-based organization that does rescue, rehabilitation, and reintegration of survivors of human trafficking. And we're doing the 5K because we use service dogs. We do not um, carry guns or anything when we are out on the um, oh. On the ground, just to give you a quick little background, Rahab's Daughters is eight years old, and it was founded by a survivor. Oh. We uh, work nationwide. Our um, headquarters is housed in Barrington, Illinois, and we have various chapters throughout the country. And what we do is we try to make sure that someone that has been caught in bondage knows that they are valuable and understands that there is a life and they have a purpose here on earth. I don't know how familiar you are with um, human trafficking. Oh, but big time. It, yeah. It, you, so you realize that it's a $150 billion yes. worldwide industry. So Terry. 99 building is in America. Terry, I don't so, know. Terry, I don't know if you know who Chris um, Baker is. He's the um, owner of Inc. 180. He actually removes tattoos from sex, sex trafficking um, victims, uh, one of the, my my actual first bill when I was in the General Assembly was to allow underage girls and boys to have their tattoos um, co- covered up. Um, so I mean, I, when it comes to sex trafficking, human trafficking, that's something that was like near and dear to me when I was in the Illinois General Assembly. Oh well, we're hoping that we will be able to do a relationship with you, and not only be supportive of you helping with the cause, but that we can also do some things. But the reason we're doing this first annual 5K walk is that we use service dogs. They're not only our protection dogs, but they're also service dogs as well. And it is also in memory of Milo, who gave many years of service of protecting, as well as um, um, being a service dog when we're out on the ground because we do outreach we do Super Bowl every year because, wow. as you are, you know, there's over yes. 10,000 people that will be trafficked on the 
on the human in the um, <clears throat> that one weekend. And uh, Milo has hit the ground. He could snuff out. He um, knows. He knew what to do, when to do, and how to do it. But we have to take care of our dogs. And if you have children, you know that our pets are like our children. And when yeah. you go to the veterinarian, and the care is like having a child. The hey, hey, Terry, Terry, I don't, do, Terry, I don't mean to, to cut you off. We, we, we're pushing up against the clock. Uh, where can people go to sign up for the 5K, and where can people go to find out uh, more about your organization? They can go to find out more about our organization as well as sign up at www.rahabsdaughters.org. You can go to eventbrite.com slash pawathon and sign up as well. You can sign up through the website or you can sign up through Eventbrite. Come on out and have a good time. There's fun activities. A lot of things are going to to take place. We will be practicing social distancing, Mm -hmm. but it's a time of fun and fellowship. Well, Terry Griffin, thank you so much, and I hope so many people. I actually used to run a company that put on 5Ks and half marathons around the country, so it should be a great time. Thank you so much for coming on Black and Right. Thank you, and we, we, we hope you'll come and volunteer with us and help us out for some other things. But thank you so much for the opportunity. Be thank glad. You. Thank you. That's Terry Griffin, Rahab's Daughters. Great work. Uh, you're listening to Black and Right on AM560 Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony. P. Ray, I got you. Hold the line. I'll take your calls when we can return. Black and Right continues on AM560. Once again, here's John Anthony. Welcome back to Black and White on AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio. Hey, George, JP from Team Relentless. I don't see a lot of them on the, on, on the screen today. Yeah. Uh, JP and Mikey Z and yeah. Babette. Yeah. Uh, JP says, we should call you Commodore George. No fear, son, Pearson. <laughs> <laughs> Commodore George. The Commodore. I like no that. Fear, son. Yeah, he is right. the Commodore. No fear, son. Pearson. <laughs> I like that. He's the Commodore. I have to change that for you now. Um, uh, P. Ray, let's go to the phone lines. P. Ray, what's happening? Hello, I've arrived. Black Excellence Welcome Hour. Black Excellence <laughs> Hour has arrived. How y'all doing? We're doing good. What's going on with you? Um, I'm calling because you guys are having a party. It looks like there's a black folks party happening. Well, know, I, but Rob is, uh, yeah, you know. <laughs> so I'm Puerto Rican. Does that count? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, thank you. I love the show. You ain't black. Oh. <laughs> I know. What a crazy, what an insanely racist thing to say. Yeah. To be on our side means we're not black. Exactly. Anyway, thank you guys for taking this call. Um, just really briefly because I know that our... Sometimes our audiences are different, a little different, but we're on the same page. Yeah, yes. And so what we're doing here in the city of Chicago is we're turning it red one day at a time. I know that you're out there in Will County, George, and um, John, you are out as well. As Kendall, you know, I'm, right, I'm right next to George. Right, right, right. So right here in Cook County in the city of Chicago, we have started – a movement to turn the city red. And the way that we're doing that is by hosting town halls on the south and west sides of Chicago, the epicenters of black Chicago. And yeah. it's working. You hear what we're saying? Yeah. They are coming out um, because they want a choice. Everybody's set up um, equally. So that, does that mean P-Ray's running? 
<laughs> uh, no, I'm not running. I'm the media. I, oh, I the yeah. Out. But um, what we're doing is we're hosting a town hall at Hope Cafe. Is that what you do? Yeah. Yeah. On Tuesday, May 18th yeah. at 6 p.m. It's on California and Roosevelt Road, which is at the end of Lawndale, right where the new West Side starts. Because people are saying to me, uh, specifically on our show, that where are the black Republicans? You guys bash the Democrats all day. We know that they suck. But where are you to right. give us a different perspective? We want Republican candidates. We want Republicans to come talk to us. Right. So I've already free. told Devin I plan on being there, P. Ray. So yeah. you got you me. You coming? Uh, right. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. What that, day is it? That's on uh, Tuesday, May, May 18th. May 18th. i got to look to see what I got. 24. 31 West Roosevelt Road, that's Roosevelt in California, okay. on the southwest side of the street. All right. And there's ample street parking. Come out, and like I said, let's turn Chicago red, because right. they want to see us, too. P. Ray from Black Excellence Hour. Thanks so much for calling Black Excellence Hour. W-B-O-N, hey, settle down now. Wow. Hey, did you guys hear that... Um, Alderman David Moore has thrown his hat until allegedly or supposedly is throwing his hat into the Secretary, uh, Secretary of State. Secretary of State. Yeah. Alderman David Moore, 17 Ward. Yeah. Yeah. I heard about that. And oh. it'll be him and uh, Hastings, Mike Hastings, yeah. the senator from the 19th district. So didn't he file last election? And because they thought that white, white supposedly yeah. wasn't supposed yeah. to run again. Yes. And Hastings filed, actually. Did he actually mm-hmm. file? Yeah. And then pulled and out. Then pulled. Yeah. yeah. Wow, mm-hmm. White got that much pull, that much power. Yeah, well. That's, woo. Yeah, mm-hmm. But, you know, he's a, he's a top vote getter. I mean, what happens when, he, when he's not on that ticket, though? Yeah, well, that's a good question. You know, you know and, the way Mike Hastings has been acting on the on the south side, and you know, south side of, of Cook and, you know, northern of Will, he's not he's not garnering nope. a lot of support. Yeah. Not at all. And you got another GOP Jamboree coming up, right, Rob? Yeah, so, um, <clears throat> for the record, you know, I am a founder of GOP Jamboree, but I'm stepping away. What? Well, I'm stepping away from it's the Corey, operations. Corey. Corey's going to be uh, take my spot, and then the the twins are going to be heading up all the operations. I just want to separate myself for the purposes of running as a senator. That's good, as opposed to the GOP jamboree. So, um, I'm yeah, Corey's not singing, right? Yeah, and Corey's not. Well, he it's, might sing. Oh, oh boy, he might sing. <laughs> but I'm. But we are. It's in Kankakee. We're at, we're calling it the Kankakee Jamboree. Okay. Uh, block party and street fest. It's May 28th. Starts at uh, five. Open doors open at five thirty. It's in the back parking lot of the Quality Inn, okay, which is on Kinsey Road, right off of the highway, right there. Yeah, they they host the Bears when the Bears were in town. Yeah, so it's a nice place. We've got real good support down there. Down okay. by my my daughter, not too far from my daughter's school. Yeah, and the Alavine. Olivet. Yeah, yeah. So the uh, uh, the local guys are all on board, and we want to just strengthen the local scene. There's a there's a there's an auditor down there in Kankakee. Jake, right? Jake Lee, black guy. Yes. Watch out for that guy. Yeah. Watch out for him. Yeah. Hey, you listening to Black and White on AM560 The Answer. Guys, the show pretty much, we got one more segment and we're know. done. Mm. I need another hour. What do you guys talk car shows? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you listening to Black and White. We'll be right back. Yep. It's the show the mainstream media doesn't want you to know about. It's Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560 The Answer. Welcome back to Black and Right on AM560 The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio with the Commodore. <laughs> no fear, son. Pearson. Right down the hatches. <laughs> JP, thanks for that. And we're also glad to have the golden boy himself running for U.S. Senate. 
uh, in a crowd. I think it's going to become an even crowded primary because I think there's some other names getting in. I know Peggy Hubbard's right in, in now. Yep. Allison Salinas is yep. in. And you said there's one more. Tim who? Um, Tim Arvin. That's a problem. He's got to get. Tim that's Arvin. a problem. When well, John, you know, you know something I don't know. What do you know? Oh, there's 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 some other names bandied about about okay. who are considering and contemplating, depending on what the remap looks like. Mm-hmm. So right. I think you're going to see some surprising names, probably, or not too surprising names. <laughs> <laughs> but George, um, you know, this went in the last segment. Uh, I, first of all, I, I want to get all these out of the way. Thanks so much for joining the show, Rob and George. Thank you for having uh, us. Uh, I want to thank Darren Bailey, Gary Ray Buying. Uh, Terry Griffin for Rahab Daughter for joining us today. Um, I really enjoyed it. I had, had a, I had a lot of fun. Hoff Daddy always gets the show great. <laughs> <laughs> but you got something coming up in Will County. What is it? Yes. So we've got our GOP uh, Red, White, Blue, and You car show. So it will be uh, on May 16th located at Kono Farms. Kono uh, Farm, Kono's uh, Corn Maze is what they're calling it. One sixty eight forty nine South Cedar Road, Homer Glen, Illinois. Oh, that's where the GOP Jamboree was. Yes, yes, it, yes, yes sir. Yeah. So the event time is at um, one p.m. to five p.m. There'll be live music. Uh, CK and the Gray uh, will be playing. Uh, food, it's pizza, is part of your twenty dollars, um, your cover charge, your twenty five dollar cover charge. Uh, there's a cash bar, of course, the car show, classic mo- muscle cars. Uh, there is a twenty dollar per car registration fee that um, that it will include um, fare to the ground for up to two people. So come on out, see some great cars as we kick off the summer and open up and get some open space out there. Kono yeah, is is a great place, great spacious yeah. place. There's gonna be people and there, kids. Right? Yeah, oh yeah. So Hop yeah. Daddy won't be there. No, thank goodness. <laughs> you know, no. <laughs> hey. Don't let I I like you know I don't care what they say about you, Hoff Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! I I just I want to play something. Uh, we got enough time. I think twenty twenty four. This is going to be the ticket, and I, I'll come back. But I want to play this real quick. I want everybody to hear this. Check it out. Yeah, you know, if you, if you get a vaccine, the vaccines are effective. You're immune, and so act immune. In fact, we'll give you a list. What we did, in fact, part of it was up there. We did a lot. Look, look. You know you're a fake. You know that your whole <laughs> network, the way you cover it, is fake. What has gone wrong with the rollout of the vaccine that we've seen phone lines we jammed, go. websites crashed? It's a lot of demand. I mean, also, I think at the I, end of the I, day, we, excuse me, excuse me. If I could finish my question. You just said what has gone wrong, so I'm answering the question. Yeah, if I know could complete the question, though. So you're going to give a speech or are you going to answer, ask a question? With all due respect, Governor, you I'm asked trying, the question, I'm, I'm going to answer it. I'm trying to finish my you're not, question. No, you're, you're, you're giving a speech. You asked the question. I am trying to ask you the you're going to ask how many questions? You get three? They only got one question. Why do you get three? With all the- what a stupid question. What a stupid question. Tell me what you You ask a lot of stupid questions. And it shows you how dishonest. These are smear merchants. That's why nobody trusts corporate media. Uh, they are a disaster in what they're doing. They knew what they were doing was a lie. I knew what they were doing was a lie. Everybody here knows what they were doing is a lie. They know that we know they're lying, and yet they continue to lie. That, that's I not an invasion. Should, honestly, uh, I think you should let me run the country. You ooh. run CNN. All right. And if you did it well, your ratings well, let me would be ask, much better. If I may ask one other question, Mr. President, if I may ask one other question, are you worried? Mr. President, you repeatedly, over the course okay, of the... just sit down, please. <laughs> <laughs> well, when you, when you report fake news, no... 
When you report fake news, which CNN does a lot, you are the enemy of the people. Trump will run in 2024. He's already saying I like so? I like DeSantis. Dan DeSantis. That so? is going to be a he tough you, man. They're that, not they're not scared. That's it. Guys, thanks so much. Hey, tune in next week. More of Black and White Radio. Come back. Go Sox. Go Cubs. Go Cubs. <laughs>